Welcome to the Fuel for Life podcast. I'm Dan Steep. In a moment, I'm going to share a message with you about courage. Courage is a great separator. Few can summon courage in the face of threat and fear. David could, and he takes center stage in this message. Before I share this message, let me remind you of how you can find us on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Revival Now, Dan Steep. And our website, RevivalNow.com, has lots of information about how we're taking the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world and pursuing the million-soul mandate that God gave to me to pursue. I pray this message encourages you to stand courageously in overcoming your giants. Remember, God's not mad. He loves you, and so do I. So 2021, a courageous spirit, spirit of David. Uh, If there's ever been a time in our nation and in the nations of the world for a, a spirit, a courageous spirit of David to come upon us, it's now. And I'm just going to say this right now because it's on my mind. Uh, you know, this isn't about waiting for a spirit of David to come upon us. This is about pressing in, in prayer and fasting, and praying and asking God for a boldness in our witness for him in 2021 and beyond. So, so this spirit, this courageous spirit of David that I'm talking about, it's not a passive thing. It's not like, okay, if the Lord gives it to me, uh, then I'll operate in it. It is seeking it and, and going after it uh, intentionally in, 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 throughout this season of, of prayer and fasting and into 2021. And it is exercising that courage, and it's understanding that that courage does not mean that fear is not present. Courage is stepping into what you believe God wants you to do, even when you feel fear. Courage is what uh, rises up within you and causes you to not bow down to fear. So, You know, the scripture says that God has given us everything, all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us these things. Uh, We have to embrace them by faith and step into them and operate them and even at times choose courage and boldness over fear. I was really emboldened uh, as I listened to uh, Dr. Simone Gold uh, speak uh, from Frontline Doctors, she was speaking down at the river in Tampa Bay, and, uh, you know, she just talked about all kinds of issues with, with the mask mandates and, and the vaccine, and it was a lot of really good, uh, uh, solid, scientific information. And, you know, one of the things that I remember her saying is that when you, when you choose to not wear a mask to the extent that you're able you're, you're helping someone else. You're, you're, you're emboldening them. You're encouraging. Because there's anybody that wants to know can understand that the masks don't work. Now, if you're, you know, sipping from the streams of the mainstream media 
and the social big tech giants, then, you know, I, you know, I can't really help you. But there's solid medical and scientific evidence uh, that they, they just don't work. And so it's not an issue of not loving people. It's not an issue of not wanting to protect people. It's an issue of, number one, these masks, they don't work against this virus. And number two, um, these mandates are not law. They've not been, they've not passed through a legitimate legislative process uh, in order to become a law. And these kinds of things are, are infringing on our constitutional rights. And as you could see, if anyone was paying attention to uh, things that were going on in Washington, D.C. yesterday, um, we're, we're in a, 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 you know, this is a revolutionary moment in our nation. This is a coup attempt to overthrow this country as we know it. So we have to fight for our freedom. And so it was interesting. I don't remember the ex ex exact details, but as Dr. Gold was was sharing, uh, you know, what I, what I picked up from it is that if you're wearing a mask and you can smell someone smoking when you walk by, uh, the size of, of the smoke particles are so much larger than the size of the coronavirus particles. And so um, the masks do nothing. If they won't stop you from smelling the smoke when you walk through, when you walk by someone, even in a near proximity with them, there's no way in the world that those masks are going to stop uh, the virus particles. And so it, it's been proven that it, they don't work. But what's it take? What's the point? Is it takes boldness. It takes courage to take a stand. And, and uh, it, I've, I practice it whenever I have the opportunity. It, it's not really fun and enjoyable to walk into a store and get the looks and, and sometimes have to have the conversations with people also. But it's amazing um, how much that you, you can overcome those things. I've, I've adopted, uh, I'm going to share this with you guys, I've, I've heard it down in Tennessee from Dr. Todd and Katie's church, and I've heard it from uh, Dr. Rodney down in, in Tampa Bay. Also, my, my relatives, actually my niece Elizabeth, shared it with me for the first time. Uh, wh what you say to people when they ask you about wearing the mask is you just tell them that you have CS, uh, which stands for common sense. But they don't know that, and I, I, I've, I've used it a couple times, and, and it works. I just tell them, uh, I can't wear a mask, I have CS, and usually they're like, oh, okay, um, well, just try to keep your distance or whatever, and you go on about it. Uh, I've used it this week, actually. So, you know, that's what we're suffering from. If you, if you really understand what's going on with these masks, then you're suffering from constant, uh, common sense, and so I want to just share that with you so that you, you know, you can be emboldened to, to do the same thing because it matters. We're, we're encouraging and we're emboldening our fellow patriots, our fellow Christians to stand against this medical tyranny that is being uh, foistered upon us in this nation. So amen. Join together fasting and prayer because ultimately God is the one who's going to make the difference. Um, God is the one that, that uh, is going to bring the breakthrough He's the one that's going to bring acceleration into your life 
and into your ministry, and, and, and I want you to, your, your faith to expand during this 21 days of fasting and prayer, that you will begin to believe God for greater things than you've ever believed Him for before. You know, when I, when I uh, felt the Lord speaking to me about this, this uh, 10,000 soul goal for this year, you know, on the one hand, it's, it's pretty small in light of um, a, a million souls, and it's also pretty small in light of uh, what God can and will do. Uh, but it was a big step up from, you know, the, the roughly 200 souls that we saw coming to the kingdom last year. And, um, but I honestly, even as I began to speak and share with people about the 10,000 souls for 2021, I just really felt in my spirit that we're going to exceed that. We're going to blow past that. And so it'll be a milestone in our ministry for sure, but it, it's, just a, it's just a goal, and God is so much bigger than that, and we're believing Him for so much more. Uh, hallelujah. So um, I just want you guys to know that we love you. And we're praying not just for us and our ministry, but we're praying for you. And we're praying for your ministry individually, the ministries that you lead, that God will bless you with acceleration like you've never experienced before. Acceleration in 2021. So how do we move into 2021 with a courageous spirit? What was interesting to me is I, I shared on a live stream uh, at the end of 2020 about weaponizing joy, about the, how joy is actually a spiritual weapon that you and I can wield very powerfully and very successfully. And um, there's a couple of scriptures that come to my mind just about joy and laughter and, and, and really in faith choosing to release joy uh, into our circumstances and into our lives. Psalm chapter 2, verse 4 says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. So God shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. God is not... Uh, he's not challenged by our circumstances in the United States or in our circumstances around the world. He sees his enemies, our enemies, and he laughs. He holds them, the scripture says, in derision. So that's boldness, that's courage, that's faith, that's God. Uh, Psalm 37, 13 says, The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. I want to encourage you to, to stand in boldness. Stand in courage. Don't believe the false reports of the enemy. Don't fall for the false prophets of Baal that are running their mouths through the mainstream media, through big tech. Just believe the report of the Lord. Stand on what He's spoken to you to stand on. We're not going to... I've just made a choice that I'm not going to fear the fear. In fact, I'm going to double down 
and do as Kenneth Hagin said, I'm going to have faith in my faith. I'm not going to fear the fear. I'm not going to go down the road of the what ifs. I'm going to have faith in my faith. I'm going to double down on the faith that God has given me, that he's raised up within me. My faith is in the Lord. That's where my hope is. That's where my trust is. My faith is in the one who laughs at my enemies, who holds them in derision. So here we are with, with David and Goliath. You know, David, he had been anointed to be king over Israel. He wasn't king yet. He was still a boy. And, you know, they were at war. The nation of Israel was at war with the, the Philistines. And um, there, then the giant Goliath came forth. Uh, three of David's older brothers were there with the army. Uh, they, they were there to fight. And, and the battle uh, w- was going on. And, you know... Again, that's in, in uh, 1 Samuel 17. I lost my place. Got to give me a minute to, to get back to it. And so David, you know, he's taking supplies to his brother. He, he's, but he's not, he's not on the front lines, and, and he's not um, involved in the battle, but he gets wind of something that was going on. This, this Goliath spoke up and was taunting the armies of Israel. And clearly, uh, a crippling spirit of fear came upon them because they, they, were, they were hiding. And, and David saw what was going on, and, and he began to inquire about it, right? He even asked the, the men, he said, "'What shall be done for the man who kills the Philistine "'and takes away the reproach from Israel?' He said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So you see that there was a little something different in David. He, he came from a different ilk. There was a courageous spirit in David. There was so much so that there was an indignation that rose up in his spirit about what was being done to the armies of the Most High God. And and David went through it. I mean, uh, he spoke up. His brothers began to talk down to him. Everybody doubted him. King Saul tried to get him to use his armor that was way too big and wouldn't fit him. This is David. He's in this moment where there are are those moments when you just, you speak up. You speak through the fear because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And David took on the challenge uh, to to face Goliath. And and that's the thing that that we have to get our heads around is, is faith, right? That's what the Bible says in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. That's faith. 
It doesn't have its substance in the world. It doesn't have its substance in man. David had faith in the things that he could not see. And he knew that Goliath was speaking ultimately against his Lord and his God. And so David said to to Saul, your servant will go and fight this Philistine. And, you know, there's, there's all this skepticism about, you know, how wise it would be for David to do it, and yet he was the only one that would stand up and, and take Goliath on. So it's kind of like, well, we don't think you can do it, but we don't want to do it, so we'll, we'll get out of your way. But So he's even got fear and doubt and unbelief being spoken to him by the people who are like, on his side, uh, whether that's his brothers, whether it's the king, uh, whoever it might be. And so David had to press and persevere through that in order to come to this face-off with the giant. And this is, you know, one of the things he, that he said is basically, you know, I've, I've faced in my time shepherding the sheep in the wilderness, I've faced the lion and I've faced the bear and God has delivered me. And he will deliver me from this giant. I actually remember uh, a, a message that Pastor Richard here in our ministry at Revival Now, he shared uh, from this story. And, you know, I don't remember the title that he gave it, but the thing that stuck out to me is he was, try- he was encouraging people in part in this message to, to battle the giants in their own personal life so that they'll be in the position to take on the greater spirits of Goliath, you know, in our community, our country, our world. He was encouraging people that, you know what, you have to, first of all, win your personal victories, win your battles. And I remember distinctively as he was talking about that, he was, he was really, if you, if you think about it, he was speaking prophetically because that message, Pastor Richard, that wasn't that long ago, was it? Yeah, yeah, facing the giants. And, and so he, that's a message that if people are paying attention, is preparing people for what, we're, what was coming and what we're dealing with now. And, but here's the deal. If you haven't taken the opportunity to slay your personal giants, in order to position you to take on these Goliath spirits that are running through our country and world, it's too late. The time to to win your personal battles was then. Now's the time to stand like you've never stood before. And so, listen, press into this 21-day fast and believe God and press into him in fasting and prayer for victories over whatever spirits of fear, whatever obstacles that you have in your life, because it's go time. It is time to go with the gospel. It's time to stand for freedom and liberty. And, And we don't actually know how long that freedom and liberty will stand in the country of America, but while it exists, we have to stand in that freedom for and on behalf of our brothers and sisters around this world 
that are ministering in countries and in places where the freedoms don't exist. I was talking to a brother in another country uh, just yesterday, and he, he talked about the level of discrimination that Christians face in his country. And he said, you, people, we hear about how people are crying out about discrimination for various groups and ethnicities in America. And he said, they have no idea the level of discrimination that really exists in other parts of the world. And so he was really kind of lamenting just the level of discrimination for Christians in his country. So it's time to, to stand up in a courageous spirit in 2021. That's what David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. And so David goes and he encounters the giant. And, and this is what uh, the scripture says. Well, first of all, um, the giant looked at David and he disdained him. He began to mock him and mock the armies of God and mock God himself over this boy David that has come up against him. But this is what David said. You come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Amen. There it is right there. I come to you in the name of the one that you may not be able to see, but faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. So David had an inner knowing within his spirit that God was on his side, that greater was he who was in him than he who is in the world. And David said, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Hallelujah. That's the courageous spirit that we have to operate within in 2021 and beyond. You've got to be able to tap into something greater than what the false prophets of Baal are, are spewing out in the mainstream media. You've got to tap into something greater, something that will give you a discernment, the ability to really understand the spirit from which the information that you're hearing is coming from. And listen, uh, you know, freedom matters. You, we've got to stand for freedom. I, I, I heard someone recently, you know, they were talking about, you know, if, if you're not standing for, if you haven't stood for abortion, but you're standing against this, this medical tyranny and your rights and freedom being infringed upon, uh, like, don't even talk to me. Or if, you, if, you, if you're not using your platform to um, uh, uh, fight against racial discrimination and injustice, but you want to stand up for freedom in our country, like talk to the hand kind of thing. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you talk about not getting it. What, what is it that has drawn me into speaking out more boldly and consistency uh, for freedom and speaking against tyranny in our land? Here it is. If you don't have constitutionally protected freedoms, 
of speech, uh, of, of assembly, right, uh, of, of to, to, to keep and bear arms, then you don't have the ability, you don't have the platform to stand against uh, the murder of babies, the senseless murder of millions of babies every year. You don't have the platform to stand against uh, racial injustice and, and discrimination and those things. Uh, those things are important. They matter. But if you don't have the basic freedoms to speak from, then your ability to stand for those things is dead. So yes, I'm going to stand hard for this one because I'm standing for your right and your ability to speak up and speak out and take a stand wherever you see injustice occurring in this country or around the world. And if you can't get that, I'm sorry because I don't know how to get it to you and get it for you. If we don't have this basic freedom, we no longer have a platform to speak out freely and boldly for what we believe needs to change and what we believe is right. And it's going to take, right, so, so you're going to sit out this fight because uh, I'm not fighting for your hot-button topic, but you do so at your own peril. So um, anyway, it takes a spirit of boldness a courageous spirit to stand for God and to stand for freedom. Hey, Angela, God bless you. Uh, Julianne, miss you. Good to see you. Thanks for standing with us. We love you guys. Amen. There's some good people. I'm talking about some godly. Uh, when I point this way, I'm just pointing to my monitor where I, I see the comments. I'm talking about some godly, patriotic women of God who are, uh, they're standing, they're praying, they're fasting, and they're using whatever platforms that God's given them uh, to, to stand for this freedom and to stand against this tyranny and to stand against this coup attempt that is actually taking place right now. Because most people have been so gaslighted by the mainstream media that you have no idea what's really going on. And the saddest thing about that is Christians... Uh, are supposed to be discerning people. We're supposed to discern spirits. We're supposed to be able to discern false information, discern the spirit from where it's coming from. So anyway, we, we've got to get on board with, with David's spirit of courage and boldness. So David, uh, he ran and st he, he, he got out his, his sling and his stones. He slung the stone at Goliath, struck him in the head, took him down, and then uh, the, the story says that David didn't even have his own sword, but he immediately went, stood over uh, Goliath, then he drew out Goliath's big sword, and he killed him, and he cut off his head with it. So that's like um, not just boldness and courage, but he took him down, took his life, took his head, took it and shared it with the king, it was triumph uh, that was born out of a righteous indignation that welled up within him. So he was overtaken by, by indignation of his enemy, uh, uh, offense at what he was speaking against his God, and he stood for his God. He stood his ground. 
he took the enemy's head, returned and, 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 and brought it to the king. That's like macho stuff right there. That's like bold, alpha male, get it done kind of stuff. And I believe in God for that kind of alpha male spirit to rise up in more men in this country and around the world. Because quite frankly, these ladies that I'm talking about, they're like the vocal ones that are out there on the front lines that are fighting this battle. And it seems like most of the men that I know are the quiet ones. And so listen, in 2021, as you're praying and fasting, um, believe God for a boldness for you, right? Because nobody can fight your battles for you. You're the only one that can fight your battles. David took this battle upon himself as his battle, and he fought his battle, and he won. And we've got to have that same spirit in 2021 and beyond. Listen, uh, I want to share this scripture with you from, from Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Listen, if you're born again, if you're a spirit-filled, fire-baptized believer of God, then God goes with you. He is the one who goes with you. He'll not leave you nor forsake you. What we have to do is believe God enough that we'll open our mouth and let him do his work through us. Now is not the time to back down. Now is not the time to cower in fear. Now is not the time to take our cues from the government, from the media, or any other source. Now is the time to fast and pray, to double down in Scripture, and really get an image of the heart of God for you. You have Goliaths waiting to be slain. They're waiting for you to open your mouth and slay them. Listen, I thought this was interesting. I, um, I took a look, and you know how many times we're admonished in Scripture to not fear? This is a great thing to share at the beginning of a new year. We're told in Scripture 365 times, do not fear. That's one time for every day of the year. That's one time for every day of 2021. We're told in Deuteronomy 31.6, don't fear. We're told 365 times in Scripture, do not fear. I'm not going to fear the fear. I'm going to have faith in my faith. And I'm going to believe the God who laughs in the face of his enemies. who I'm going to believe in the Lord who holds them in derision. I'm going to believe in my God who the scripture says prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I love that scripture. For me, that's a picture of God preparing a banquet table for me in the presence of my, my enemies that I can recline at, I can feast at, and God 
can showcase me to the enemies of the world. He can showcase himself through me. He prepares a table for me. He prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Hallelujah. And I was, I was thinking about this scripture in Ephesians chapter 6. It's the, the, the passage of scripture that talks about the armor of God. And what I want you to, to, to I want to highlight to you uh, today is that as the Apostle Paul begins to go into it, and he talks about um, taking up the whole armor of God in chapter 6, verse 13 of Ephesians, he says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Folks, I think we're there. And this is what he says, and having done all, to stand. Having done everything, to stand. What's that mean? That means take up the armor of God. Take up the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. Take up the entire arm, uh, armor of God. It means double down in your word. It means pray and fast. It is do your work, right? Do your internal work. Do your lion and bear work that David did in his early years in his private ministry. Win your private battles because they precede the public battle. Do all those things. Double down. Stay in the word. And then having done everything, just stand. Find a spine. Find a backbone. And stand. Open your mouth and stand. Stand for righteousness. Stand for truth. Stand for freedom. Stand for justice. Stand for it all. Stand against tyranny. Just stand. I, I, this, is a, like, this is like where the rubber meets the road for believers. Because like, I think I know a lot of believers who would be willing to do everything as long as they don't have to stand. They're, everything, all these things that I've listed and more, they'd be willing to do the everything that the Apostle Paul talks about as long as they don't have to stand. But what the Apostle Paul said is, having done everything, you must stand. That's all God needs. He just needs a David. He needs a shepherd boy. He needs common people like you and me to just stand so that he can do his thing. I mean, I've heard about attorneys and, and legal firms uh, around this country that when things got uh, crazy with the mandates and stuff in 2020, uh, I heard that there were legal firms and there are attorneys all around the country that are just, they want to get in the fight. They're looking for people, for pastors and churches that would take a stand so that they could come behind them and do their thing in the legal arena to fight and win these battles. And they are invariably, uh, they're one. Uh, I think every time I haven't really heard of one that ultimately has been lost. And, you know, once you stand against them, they either drop it or settle or do whatever because the last thing they wanted to do is actually get to the Supreme Court where they can be supremely beaten and have a precedent set like that. So there are attorneys and, and law firms all around the country that are they're wanting to get in the fight and they're waiting for somebody to stand so that they can get in the fight. That's a picture of God. 
He's in the fight. He needs your vocal apparatus. He wants to get behind you and deliver you into victory. But he needs you to stand so that he can come behind you. The reality is he's already gone before you. The reality is he's in you. The reality is he's behind you. The reality is that was the scripture in Deuteronomy 31.6. I'll never leave you or forsake you. His, the promise is there. He just needs you, having done everything, to stand. Hallelujah. Do not fear. Stand. I want to encourage you, in your prayer closet, wherever you go, to begin to laugh and release joy into your circumstances. I had no idea how important that message on weaponizing joy would be because uh, no one really knew exactly what was coming in 2021. Uh, but, but yeah, we've got some things to stand for, and we need, listen, we're, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. We're to be the salt and the light in the world. That means that, that we have to be different. We have to be people, of, we're, we're people of joy. Laugh in the face of your enemy. Don't let the, the circumstances that you see with your eye determine what your response is going to be. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. My faith is in the unseen, the unseen God and the unseen victory and the unseen forces of God's angel armies on my behalf. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I want to take a moment because when we talk about standing, when we talk about courage and boldness, uh, it all starts with having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what positions you to receive all the promises of God's word. That's what begins the process of developing a spiritual backbone within you. That's what begins the process uh, of developing boldness and the, all these spiritual weapons that the Bible uh, talks about that are at our disposal. It all starts with this, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It is as easy as ABC. All you have to do is admit that you've sinned, believe that Jesus can save you, and confess him as your Lord. And I would tell you, it's even easier than that. My own earthly father got saved while he was driving down the road, and he prayed this prayer. He said, if there is a God, I need you. It's really about an authentic, sincere prayer from the heart. We recognize that we've sinned, and we need a Savior. And I want to pray a prayer with you, a simple prayer. When you pray this prayer after me, I want you to repeat it out loud. When you, and when you say amen, at that very moment, something changed in the spiritual realm. And at that very moment, the miracle of the new birth took place and you are saved by the authority of God's word. Romans 10, 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, whoever means you and whoever means me. So pray this prayer with me out loud. Repeat this prayer after me and get on God's side. Be a part of the army of God. Be in the army of David and all the mighty men of God that have gone before. 
before us. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I believe you died for me and that you rose on the third day to give me victory over sin and death. Please forgive me of my sin and come into my heart and life right now and make me a new person. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer with me, you are my, new, my newest brother or sister in Christ. I want to say welcome to the family. I love you, and I'm proud of you, and you've made the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. When you prayed that prayer, you called on the name of the Lord. So on the authority of God's word, you, my friend, are saved. I want to encourage you to go to revivalnow.com. Click the I just got saved button that's right on the, on the front page. That'll take you to some resources that we've prepared for you to support you in your, your journey uh, in Christ. Uh, there's a place for you to put down your information. We want to know who you are. We want to be praying for you. Uh, you're not going to go on a mailing list to solicit money or anything like that. We're going to be praying for you. We want to support you uh, in any way that we can. So we want to know you. Uh, we want to we be in the battle with you. Amen. So God is good. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, for your mercy. I want to take just a moment to let people know how you can partner with us um, financially, how you can sow into this ministry. Uh, so I'll share with you, you can go to revivalnow.com forward slash invest now and follow the prompts to do that. You can text RN give to 888-364-4483. That's 888-364-4483. We're on Cash App. Just search for dollar sign RN give on Cash App. On PayPal, you can find us at RN give. At RN give. Also, um, if you want to give by check. If you want to sow a seed that way, you can make your checks payable to Revival Now and send it to 220 Buckeye Street, Marysville, Ohio, 43040. Why am I sharing uh, this information with you? Why, why am I encouraging you uh, to get on board and partner with us in this way? Because we're getting ready, uh, like God has done some amazing things in and through our ministry just in the last uh, two months. Uh, most of the last month, the last two months of 2020, uh, we were able to feed 570 people. We, we were able to see uh, nearly 200 people during that just that period of time come to Christ. We've literally, uh, we, we have seen God has is, is moved and worked through this ministry to, to bring healing. We've seen over 100 instances of people delivered from witchcraft, people delivered uh, from uh, the demonic, people healed of paralysis, um, leg pain, um, just it, it's on, it, it's, it's, it's literally over a hundred, diabetes, blood sugar, heart conditions, 
Uh, I, I could go on and on. Uh, God is moving and, and working through this ministry at Revival now, and, and we, uh, we want you to be a part of it because every soul that comes into the kingdom through this ministry, when you partner with us, is credited to your account. So I'm going to ask the team to, to throw those banners back up there one more time uh, in case you missed it so that you can, you can sow a seed into this ministry. We're developing our capabilities more and more all the time. Uh, and, and, and soon we'll, we'll be able to, to communicate with you even better um, through, through our website and, and so forth. But um, for now, we just want you to know that we love you and we're praying for you. And, and we're praying for not only your, your finances, but your physical health. We're believing God for acceleration in your life and in your ministry. We're believing that in and through you, God is going to do remarkable things in 2021. So I just want to pray for you uh, as, as you, and I want to encourage you, again, it's not too late to jump on board with us and get involved in our 21-day fast that we're doing through January 22nd. So let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that, that are currently partnering with this ministry and those who are coming on board with us today and throughout this year. I speak blessing over them. I speak acceleration over them. I don't care what the mainstream media says. We're not listening to the false prophets of Baal. I'm believing that 2021 is going to be the greatest year yet for everyone associated with this ministry. I thank you for our partnerships that you're developing around the world. I thank you for people like Bishop Moses, for Pastor Haroon, and, and for, for Pastor Donis, and many other people that you're connecting us with. The blessing that you bring upon this ministry, bring upon theirs. May it flow into theirs. I thank you for uh, divine connections and strategic partnerships that you're developing in this ministry. And I pray that same blessing over each and every person uh, that is, is watching this live stream, that you'll bless them with, with divine connections, divine strategies, supernatural relationships born from above. I'm believing you and thanking you right now for, Father, for financial health, uh, and, and financial prosperity, physical health in our bodies, in our families, that you, I, I thank you, God, that you're positioning us in the name of Jesus to run a race with fervency and passion because you've got our backs and you're taking care of all these things. I thank you, Father, for your provision in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, God bless you. We love you, and uh, jump on board with us again next week, and uh, we'll have even more news to share with you about where God's taking us and what's, what are the next steps in the ministry of revival now. Uh, and again, check out our, our, um, our podcast. Every Tuesday morning, it comes out, our Fuel for Life podcast. So thank you. God bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name.